This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. You convinced me to go to this uh, physio... Cold plunge. Cold plunge pool experience yesterday. I was really nervous to do it alone because it's an experience I've never done before, but it was recommended to me by my friend Hazel, who works out with me six days a week, and she just saw how sore I was starting to get. Okay. It is six days a week. Humble brag. It's not a humble brag. I will boast about it all day. Just slipping that in there, Mm -hmm. though. Did you know that people that humble brag are less liked than people who will just straight up boast about something? So you're just straight up boasting? Yes. Okay. She said after she runs marathons, she'll go to this place and she'll do the cold plunge and then the warm water and then you go back and forth for 15 minutes. It's got amazing health benefits, not only for you physically, but mentally as well. And then after that, you sit in a chair and they put on these boots. They're like pretty much pants. Yeah, and then they compress Air, airbag pants. Yeah. We were talking about that yesterday with Tell Me Something Good. That like that's kind of what it reminded me of is like for the site motorcyclists, they have new jeans that expand with airbags. That's what it felt like. It'll flush out your legs and help with um circulation. injuries, circulation, everything. So and yeah, it's out in the open kind of too. There's a gym. So people are like straight up working out, mm-hmm. watching you getting in and out of this tub, which is kind of awkward, but you just gotta get over that. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I've learned that about the gym. Even when people are looking at you, they're probably like checking out what exercise you're doing. Or they're thinking about the podcast they're listening to and you're just in the way. (laughs) Yes, you're in the way of their vision. But I understand the anxiety of being scared to go to a gym. I get it. You got to just do it. Most people are just like just in the zone, though. It didn't bother me that I was nearly naked jumping into cold pools. My advice, I mean, that would be bad for my rep. Getting out of an ice cold pool oh, in yeah. tiny little shorts. George Costanza. Exactly. I was in the pool! Yeah, nobody's watching. But so. my advice, if you are listening right now and you are nervous to go to the gym, get on the treadmill or the elliptical and watch other people and learn. It's just like getting a new dog. Mm-hmm. They come in, a foster dog, if there's another dog in the house, they watch, they learn, and then they... Or get a trainer them. for like yeah. two sessions. And then that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Anyway, so the cold plunge, what would you rate it out of 10? I really like ice cubes out of 10. I've been told that it's like a battle of mental will. And so you try to stay in there as long as possible. And I feel like I beat my mind because I managed to stay in the cold one for like five, six minutes. I could have stayed in there for another five, six minutes. I didn't want to get hypothermia, but it was just interesting to pass that point of like, I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I need out. And so I feel like it was a more of a hurdle jump for me mentally than physically. That like I have this awakening that I can I could do what I want to do. Makes you feel powerful. Yeah, a bit. Honestly, like that's that's what I'm finding the benefit. So out of ten, I don't know if it'll help my sore shoulder. If it does, ten. I'm gonna gonna give it a ten. Yeah, it was a little bit uncomfortable, but that's what you want it to be. Well, and I thought it was interesting because a lot of the Edmonton Elks will go and do this, right? And they're just casually like I've seen pictures of them on the social media page, and they're just casually scrolling their phone while standing in these ice baths. I was unwell, shivering, screaming, crying, <laughs> doing that. I would get in and out of it, go into the warm bath within every thirty seconds. Yeah, actually, now that you uh, bring that up, I'm going to change my ten ice cubes out of ten. If I could have done it privately, definitely ten. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Ryder and I weren't sharing a bath. Yeah, there was if two. You've, if you've never been to something like this before, there was two ice baths and two warm baths, so you have your own. 
We wouldn't fit in one together. Yeah, I guess if people don't know, the mental picture they just got, like, what the hell were those two doing yesterday? Okay, you know that the corkscrew got removed from uh, West Edmonton Mall World Water Park, right? The only slide I've really ever experienced at West Ed's Water Park was the Blue Bullet. Is that still there? The Blue Bullet, I believe, is still there. One of my favorites, yeah, actually. That, exactly. It's a good one. I miss the old uh, tube ride from back in the day. They what? still have a tube ride, don't they? It's yeah, just not as fast. It's just not the same. It used to be like the, I forget what it was called, but it was awesome. Yeah. With the big, heavy tubes you had to haul up. Now they got like little tubes. Anyway, uh, it sounds like they're about to get two new slides in place for where the corkscrew was, okay. which was a double slide. And they're asking for the public's assistance with naming it. Now, it's not just going to happen online. Uh, you actually have to go to the World Water Park and pay to get in, and then you can submit your answer. But whoever they go with wins, I think it's passes for the entire year for the Whoa, World Water Park. Oh, worth it. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. So I'm going to show you a picture of the slide, and then you just tell me maybe what you think. Okay. Because I, I feel like you're quite good at naming things. So this is it. It's going to be a side-by-side -side once again. It feels like they want to name it. Broken Slinky. That's what it looks like. Broken Slinky. Yeah, or two slap bracelets. The slap bracelet. The slap sisters. Yep. That's it. Oh, you're done? Yeah, that's the answer. What about like fallopian tubes? No. Well, or a small intestine. That's what it kind of looks like, too, or like large intestine. I don't know what the insides Nobody look like. Nobody would ride the large intestine. <laughs> they would ride a broken slinky. Broken slinky is pretty decent, yeah. Slidey McSlide face oh, is submitted already. Uh, my, like, uh, my eyes are rolling. Yeah, can you hear us rolling our eyes? We're over it. Get over that. <laughs> Some other names that have been uh, suggested, Twin Sanity. Don't mind that. Oh, that's good. Twin Tornado, Whirlwind, Double Dragon, Thunder Run 2.0. And I think you'll like this one the best because you're just a very visual person when it comes to naming things. Bendy Straws. Okay, that needs to be the answer. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because one of them is orange and the other is like a turquoise. turquoise. Yeah. That's why I said Broken Slinky. Right. It's got the two colors. I don't know. Okay, I have a couple suggestions here. You already what, did them, the big, what'd you call it, fallopian tubes? Yeah, and uh, small intestine or big intestine, whatever one's the longer intestine, probably the big. <laughs> what about it takes two? No? Not so? Okay. Well, they're not twins. What about double, so double toil and trouble? They're non-identical twins, I guess. So. Oh, let's hit up to grandma's house we go. <laughs> You're on to me? I'm on you, to you. You know I was just naming Olsen twin movies? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, another one I thought of was a rider and loopy. <laughs> Is there an A in front of it? Because it sounded like a rider. Rider and loopy. The other one I thought of was double barrel. Because it's like a double barrel shotgun. I don't know anything about shotguns. Well, there's two barrels. Although, one so time, they're barrel rides. Oh, I yeah. shot the biggest handheld shotgun in the world. True story. The bullet was massive. Don't you think right next to the blue bullet, the double barrel would be kind of a cool theme? And actually, maybe they could include the Wild West Shooting Center with the World Water Park, and people could start shooting things while they're on water slides. Oh, that sounds safe. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a stepdaddy dungeon? Well, we're going to tell you all about it. Yeah, hey, I've got one in my house. <laughs> it's true. So I've got a new roommate. I've been renting my house. 
I did the math the other day, and I think I've had 21 roommates. Yeah, you love having people around, though. That that helps. Yeah. And also, I feel like it really does offset a lot of costs. It's well north of $100,000, close to 200000 over the last 20 years that I've made off renters. And they it's usually, insane. Yeah, they live in your basement. You give them a really good price. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely saving money living with you than renting a place elsewhere. But there's been a trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dad, guys that move in and end up getting hitched with women with children. Yeah, every single person that has lived in Ryder's basement ends up becoming a stepdaddy. It's almost like you're the good luck Chuck (laughs) for renters. Well, I think maybe, do you think it has something to do with a lot of men are probably intimidated by the idea of being a parent and then they see maybe how natural parenting comes to me because I have a very awesome kid. Yeah, she's so easy to live with. I credit everything with. But I bet for them it becomes like a less intimidating process and maybe they're open to the idea of... Being around kids after getting used to having Charlie around them. Yep. House. So Grant, who used to live with us, he does the morning show on cruise. For years living with us would say, oh, I don't think I'll ever have kids. Like mm. I might be a stepdad. Maybe, maybe. But he did watch you and kind of helped you raise Charlie sometimes yeah, he was too, a big right? Part of her life. Now he's married with two stepkids and a baby on the way. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like you changed his life, I think, because for so long, he's like, oh, I'll probably be alone forever. Like that was his mm-hmm. aura. That was his vibe. And then you had another buddy move in who was recently divorced and was quite low, I would say, and just had so much fun. And always like whenever we see him, is like, I had the best time living with you guys. Like it almost gave him a new spark, mm-hmm. a, a new sense of joy, knowing that you can still have fun. You can still laugh. You can still enjoy life. You're right. And then he found someone. And then just recently, Seth, one of our producers that works here, he moved in just for like a, about a year, a year and a little bit. Now he's moved out and he's with an amazing woman who also has a kid. Yeah. Stepdaddy Dungeon so my for new, the win. My new roommate uh, is a guy I grew up with <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, he, going through divorce and needs a place to live for probably short term, but who knows how long. The look of terror in his eyes when yeah. I was like, yeah, all of the guys that live in the basement end up being stepdads within a year. It, be, it so starts off, <laughs> It starts off as like the divorce dungeon and then it turns into the stepdaddy dungeon. It's a whole process. Yeah. But I do think every roommate that you've had has been amazing. Amazing. I'm mm. a lingerer. I just don't leave. This latest roommate, it's so funny because he was married for years and he's like, I don't know proper etiquette being a roommate. How do you, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. What's my role here? He's asking questions that, uh, do I have to buy my own milk or can I use yeah, like, like some of the milk that's in the fridge? Can or- I use your fridge? Like, is there going to be like a space, like a spot in the fridge for my stuff? I'm like, what kind of a question is that? Of course. So I think it's also cool for him. To not feel anxious, to to learn throughout the next couple weeks here how chill it is to just have just adult hang roommates. Out. It's improved so much over the years <laughs> because when I originally had roommates, they were in their twenties, they partied a lot, they left a mess, and you just dealt with it because that rent money was coming in. Now these guys are, are killing it. Yeah, they're ironing your shirts for you. Like <laughs> I'm all about. It. Highly recommend if you can get a divorced. Guy in. Yeah, get them in your basement. They, they can, mind their business. They, he fixed a tap yesterday. Yeah, like, he did. And then you have a buddy to watch the game with. He'll come up, he'll surface. He'll come upstairs, watch the game with you. Highly recommend. Yeah, adult roommates, it's where it's at. <laughs>
Now, I'm sure a majority, majority of you follow... <laughs> I can't speak today. You want to start again? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a majority of you follow Heinz Ketchup on Instagram because... Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I don't follow them. I just saw this story online. So they posted on their Instagram... To whoever finds this message, we need your help tracking down an amazing man with an amazing story. You may remember a man named Elvis, who was the brave sailor who survived on nothing but ketchup and spices while adrift at sea for 24 days. Wow. Well, Heinz wants to celebrate his safe return home and help him buy a new boat, but we can't seem to find him. So they wanted to equip him with a new boat that would have a proper navigation system because he was lost at sea on his little yeah. boat. He uh, had to like write help on the back of it and everything. He's ghosting them because he wants nothing to do with ketchup anymore. After, he's so sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> they even have a hashtag, find the ketchup boat guy. Tell me something good. If you go and follow Heinz on Instagram and you haven't followed them before, you can scroll back and catch up. Good one. Thanks. It's Ryder and Lisa's Top 7 at 7. We are counting down the top seven worst neighbors to have. I feel like we are those neighbors right now. I had to apologize to one of the neighbors because there's so much junk, not on the front lawn, but on the side of the house, Mm -hmm. just from pulling out old cabinets with the kitchen renovation. So a dump run is needed. And every time people walk by, I'm like, ugh. We are those disgusting neighbors right now. I don't think I would care if my neighbors are doing a a reno and they have crap everywhere. If they had crap everywhere and they weren't doing a reno, then I'd have some concerns. Right. Like, at least you know that it's going to go away, hopefully. Exactly. But then there are neighbors that don't ever clean up their stuff. Yeah. So we're counting down the top seven worst neighbors. (laughs) Uh, Some honorable mentions before we get into the top seven. Some of these are suggested on the text line. Kids on lawn. Also kids that ask too many questions. Oh, we we had one of those growing up. His name was Bryce. Bless- just calling him out? Yeah, he bless his heart. Poor Bryce. No, I know, but he would come around all the time. Hey, Mr. Evans. Mr. Evans, what are you what are you doing today, Mr. Evans? What is that? What kind of tool? My dad. He was very patient with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that kid learned a lot. Okay, good. So there you go. Do we have a neighbor that asks too many questions? Yeah. I don't want to start calling him out like you just did. That was in the 90s. He probably doesn't even live here anymore. Next up, we have these smoke break neighbors who not only go outside for darts every few minutes, but also hack up a lung while they're doing it. Yeah, every hour of every day. This one is a great honorable mention from Chelsea on the text line. The parking police neighbors. Oh, yeah. We had that, too. We had a neighbor on Christmas Day walk over to my parents' house. My boyfriend had come over for Christmas Day. He has a pretty big truck. And they knocked on the door and they said, get your truck, like the parking in front of their house. Like, why do you care? On the street. On the street. For one day, obviously, we have more people over than we usually would. Right. And they made him move his truck. I was so embarrassed. They were just sick of the train of boyfriend big trucks you constantly had rolling through. They couldn't keep up. It was just every week a different truck. That is not true. And an honorable mention, the naked neighbor (laughs) flashing people unintentionally. (laughs) That could also fit into great neighbors. 
next week on yeah, the show. That's true. At number seven, we have the Narc Neighbors, which I think the actual parking police neighbors kind of fits into the Narc Neighbors. So should we just say policing neighbors in general? That can be one of the sure that like call the cops on you, come over and complain about things. Yeah. yeah. At number six, we have the Neglect of Dog Owner Neighbors. Oh yeah, that's up there for sure, and that does seem to be the most popular answer rolling in on the text line, like this one from Amanda, the neighbors who let their dog do their business on your lawn, okay, and then they don't clean it up. Andrew from St. Albert says, my neighbor leaves his dog barking like crazy anywhere between 30 minutes to two hours. They're clueless to let their dog in. Yeah, that's insane. Okay, so we got neglective dog owners at number six. Yeah, like Michael wrote in saying, our neighbor's dog barks constantly. It's a current struggle for me. And I feel bad because I do think Gordon and Stanley are super annoying when they do bark. And we have a section on the Crescent where we call it Bark Alley. Yeah. Because there's Gordon and Stanley. And then the neighbors have two little dogs, and then our other neighbor has a dog, and then behind us, there's a dog. And, and all of them bark at the same time. It's at each other. At each other. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. So sorry about that. But at least we know to bring them in mm-hmm. right away. That's or fair. try to, yeah. at least. Are you, You're going to start picking fights with our neighbors no, here I pretty like, soon. I, wasn't, I was not referring that the neighbors don't do that. I'm talking about in general on this list. Okay. I'm uh, talking about like Andrew and St. Albert, <laughs> whose neighbors leave them out for two hours barking. Yeah, that's good. Get off my back. At number five for the worst neighbors to have, we have uh, the DJ neighbor <laughs> who plays house music deep into the night. Or uh, plays the drums in the garage. Or even if you live in a condo, you can hear them playing their guitar all the time. Sure. So musician neighbors. Musician neighbors yeah. needs to be up there. <laughs> It's totally okay to text in and defend some of these people on the list, like this texter. Do you know how annoying it is to work a 12-hour day and get home and you can't find parking in front of your own home? I'm with the parking police. You should be putting neighbors that have too many vehicles on your list of worst neighbors. That is a great point. And it might be coming up in the top four. (laughs) Stay with us. This text that we got in from Chris Hey guys, I had a neighbor. One time I was scrolling through my Facebook community um, group and they posted a picture about a neighbor and it was about how the neighbor's sump pump dumping, is that what it's called? They kept doing it into her lawn and it was ruining it and she didn't know what to do and I thought it looked kind of familiar. Turns out it was mine, but she had never talked to me about it. She was just openly complaining about me on a Facebook page. So I fixed it. Within six hours after I got home from work, there was never a problem after that. But she had never talked to me. She was just openly bashing Mm. me online. I wonder if it is better to just talk to people. Honorable mention to... As we count down, the worst neighbors is the person who just complains about you and doesn't try to solve it. I like that. Yeah, have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So here's the ones that we have so far. Number seven, we have the narc neighbors who call the (laughs) cops on you on everything. Uh, Number six, we have the neglective dog owner. Yeah, and that has a lot of different layers to it. Mm -hmm. The not picking up the poop, the letting them outside to bark for too long, things like that. Yep. At number five, we have the DJ neighbor who plays house music until the wee hours of the morning or drums or bass guitar. Yeah, or if they got their electric guitar set up in the condo building. Yeah. At number four, we have the nosy neighbors. Yeah, they seem to know everything about everyone. So when you have a conversation with them, you know to not tell them anything because it's like, oh, are you just going around? 100%. Talking? They have like a great connection with the other neighbors somehow, (laughs) even though they trash talk them all the time. They're constantly looking out their window at you like you're doing something wrong. At number three, we have the too many vehicles neighbors. Yeah, sometimes I feel like we're those people. At number two, we have lazy neighbors. So what does that mean? 
I'm talking like let the dandelions grow out and that blows into your yard. Uh, garbage everywhere. Yeah, like Gary wrote in, you guys have a good reason to have a messy yard right now. My neighbors are just messy all year long. Mm-hmm. They just leave their trash out. There's one condo that I drive by every day. It drives me nuts because their entire balcony is garbage bags. I get it if you're doing that, like you're cleaning it stuff out, but it's been like that for yeah. three years. Like maybe it's cans. I don't know. They don't want the cans stinking up the house or they don't want the wasps in the spring, but get that dealt with. There's no wasps right now. What about, can Take we do it? Cans, we yeah. need another honorable mention. What about people that still have their Christmas decorations up? Like I'm talking the candy canes up the walkway. I feel like that's that can actually be put in with the lazy messy. lazy neighbors. Yeah. What are you doing leaving that out there? The big snowman it's on the front lawn. March. like Those big inflatable Snoopies. Yeah. In a Christmas hat? That, that doesn't even look hard to take down. <laughs> Looks really light. Add at number one, we're going with heavy feet. <laughs> People with like kettlebell shoes that mm. just stomp around. This is mainly for our condo peeps. Yeah, but they deserve they deserve the number one spot because what? you're so close to people. How much closer? It makes it harder to live, yeah. And you have a specific that ties in with this. What's up? So my upstairs neighbors, they work late nights at a special massage place. And so he comes home late at night all the time, puts on his slippers, and shuffles around his whole place. Like, he's in a relay race up there. Oh, the good old (laughs) foot shuffler. He's a foot foot shuffler in slippers. So it's like the flip-flop sound, but shuffling at the same time. Terrible. I can't can't handle it. Yeah, that fits into heavy feet. Yep, the shuffler or the the heavy feet. And yeah, and when it's like all hours of the night, we got another text at some point this morning. I can't find it at this point, but it said something along the lines of when you live in a condo and they let their kids run around up and down the hallways till one in the morning Mm. and then get upset if you do say something to them. If they got six kids that are just playing tag down the hallway. Yeah, there was two kids that lived in the condo above me years ago uh, that I must have been trying out for a soccer team because (laughs) it was just a constant soccer game right above me. It's hard when you don't have a yard, though. Like, I guess they don't know they're being that loud. Yeah. No, because you bang on the roof with oh, you the were doing that with the broomstick, no and then way. they bang on it back, <gasps> like saying, "Like screw you, bro." I it, will say I've done the I've done the broom bang before. Mm-hmm. I fist fought their dad actually. That's how it all and lost. Yeah, I lost. So then I let them play soccer. That was the deal. It is time for unsung heroes, where we give shout outs to people, places, and things that don't always get the love and admiration they deserve. Shout out to people who added a friend to their follow a friend app because they went on a first date once and wanted to feel safe that mm-hmm. one time, but you still have them on there. And sometimes you check it and you track where they are and they're usually in the same spot, whether that's like the strip mall or the Little Caesars parking lot. And then at that point, you're like, I better check in on them. Are they okay? <laughs> Just always at Arby's. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to thinking the changing of the seasons will change your mood. Then when it doesn't, you realize you're just a miserable ogre all the time. That's me. Like, I was like, oh, I can't wait for the sun to not set until after 6 p.m. Then last night, I was so annoyed of the sun in my eyes at 6.30. <laughs> I was like, the sun needs to go away. Shout out to people who were once young, but now they have a favorite pillowcase. And also a favorite spread sh- spreadsheet on their laptop. Mm. It happens so fast. Shout out to foot fetishes for being an exclusively male thing for some reason. 
Yeah, I can't say I've ever zoomed in on someone's feet. Have you ever met a woman that has a foot fetish? No. Yeah, me neither. Shout out to the people out there who constantly have a dying cell phone. We're always hovering around 10, 11%. We got to stick together, even though it's hard to reach out to one another when our, uh, your phone is now all of a sudden dead. Yeah, you can't start a group for each other. Nobody's got enough battery power to join it. No. Shout out to the Oilers for having a very patient general manager who will patiently hold the door for McDavid to leave the franchise if he doesn't get his ass in gear. Can you add some pieces, please, Ken? Yeah, like it must have been really frustrating for McDavid when he scored his 50th goal of the season last night and then before he even took a seat yeah. back in the bench, the other team scored. Like, come on. Yeah, that was his 49th. That was the first goal of the game. Oh. but. Still, I know what you're saying, yes. But you know what I've been thinking about? It must be frustrating to play with players that are way worse than you, but yeah. he's got to be used to it because he's the best player in the world, so literally everyone is worse than him. Which must get frustrating. For sure. Like, why can't everyone be on my level? Mm-hmm. All we'd need is one more on his level, and we'd be hoisting the cup for sure. Seriously. And shout out to Epsom Salt Baths. During them, you're like, is this really doing anything? Then all of a sudden, you're napping on the hallway floor. <laughs> I'm so tired. That might have been the wine you had in the tub, actually. <laughs> Brought to you by Cal Mustara, your real realtor with Maxwell Progressive. We are joined by Taylor. Caller 7 is ready to win some money. Never gotten through before. We were caller 2 last week, you said, though, Taylor. Yeah. Persistence pays off. Exactly. Just a great reminder if you're listening now and you're frustrated that you can't get through, do not give up. Okay, Taylor, this is how the game works. You're going to choose a teammate, either Lisa or myself. That teammate will leave the room. We're then going to give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each with a 25-second timer attached to that. Then we'll invite your teammate back in. No timer for them. We'll give them the same five words. They tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. For everyone that matches your answers, it's 25 bucks. Get them all, and it's $1,000. Okay, Taylor. So who is your teammate today? I think I'm going to go with Lisa. Okay, I'm out of here. Good luck. Oh, you Oh, you got a little one in the vehicle with you? I got two. Got two. Okay, well, hopefully we can uh, win lots of money, and you can get them both some fresh new kicks, because I, <laughs> I said so, okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm going to start the timer as soon as I give you the first word. You ready to go? Yep. Toast. Bread. Message. Email. Headphones. Music. Shower. Water. And clouds. White. <laughs> all right. Let's get Lisa back in here. You've got some money coming your way. Woo, really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I told her that she's got to buy the two littles in her car kicks. Oh, there's two little babies? Yeah, new shoes. But uh, I was hoping for, like, Jordans. We might be just dealing with, like, Asics. Some Crocs. Yeah, some Crocs. <laughs> or the knockoff Crocs from the dollar store. I call them Knox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lisa, let's do this. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say toast? Bread. We're off and running. 25 bucks. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say 
headphones. Music. 50 bucks. <laughs> What's the first word that comes to mind when I say shower? Mm. I have three words, so this is really hard for me right now. Shower. Wet. No. Uh, I can't no, give it. It's close. It? What was it? Water. Wash. Wash. Water. Water. Ah. Okay. Okay. So we're not winning a grand, but we could win a hundred bucks today. So let's try and make it happen. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say message? Text. Incorrect. No. She went with email. <laughs> and what's the first word that comes to mind when I say clouds? Sky. Oh. She, she went with white. Oh, no, yeah. Taylor. Tough one. You know what? You still picked up 50 bucks. So thank That's you so a- much for playing. Thanks. And uh, tell the littles to enjoy those Crocs. Yeah, the Knocks. <laughs> <laughs> the Knocks, yeah. <laughs> Next chance to play is tomorrow morning at 7.50. Apology Avenue. Do you want to go first? No, you go first. Okay, I'd like to apologize to our work building because lately... <laughs> I have been bringing garbage to work and throwing it in the industrial garbage bin behind the building. And I know there's cameras, so eventually there might be an email that's sent out with my face plastered on it. That was me. I'll admit it now. Our garbage, the garbage bins that the city gave us, they're not big enough. Well, you know? do you agree? Yeah, especially we have like renovations happening that tends to lead to more garbage obviously yeah 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 and uh adult roommates so three adults go through a decent we i think we do pretty good but yeah sometimes it's a little tight it's a little tight so i've been it's my little life hack but i feel a little bit guilty yeah because you're just ratting yourself out though that's dumb you're gonna get in trouble at least i know that there's a difference between the garbage bin and the recycle bin i'm not putting them in the wrong one like i'm having i have enough respect for the environment Mm -hmm. to put them in the proper bin but i would like to apologize to work because i don't think that's actually allowed yeah i don't think so either no Uh, i have an apology to make as well feel free to get at us if you'd like to jump in on apology avenue at 780-784-7107 oh like this text only tipped 10 percent last night oop i'd like to apologize to that server just things are a little tight yeah that's fair that's fair you don't have to always tip Do you? Yeah, I think 10%. If things are tight, you do what you got to do. Right? Yep. Okay, I'd like to apologize. You know those super emotional videos where, like, a soldier returns home to his or her kids? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, the kids are emotional. Usually the soldier's emotional. It's usually in a classroom or a gymnasium. Yeah. I've been itching for, like, a touching moment like that. I don't know if I've ever had one. So I've enlisted my parents in the military, and I'd just like to apologize to them. I think they're going to have a rough go in their 70s, getting through some of the training. But I can't wait for them to get back. It's just, (laughs) it's going to be very special. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) Need some other parents' help. I'm chaperoning my first field trip tomorrow. Yeah, and it's crazy because your daughter's now 11, but mm-hmm. this is your first experience as a parent on a field trip. I guess with your work hours, you haven't really been able to. Yeah, it makes it tricky. I might have done one in like kindergarten okay. or something like that. But yeah, this is the first one where like I'm super jacked up and 
I get to learn some things while she learns some things. But you do have a lot to learn. Like, I remember there was one time you showed up for your daughter. It was something to do with Halloween, but you were the only adult dressed in costume and you were a cat. Yeah, so nobody else dressed awkward. up. Yeah. yeah, so for all of the cool parents out there that always get to go on these field trips, do you have any advice for Ryder? Where are you guys going for the field trip? We're going to the ledge. Going to the ledge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got to be respectful. Yeah, I got to, like, dress. Dress nice. Yeah. But uh, I found out one of the rival dads in the class is also chaperoning. I hope him and his kid enjoy quietly eating their sandwiches that they're bringing for lunch while I host a fondue party. You're not bringing a fondue kit to the ledge. You're going to burn it down. <laughs> Jason, what is Right Side Auctions? Basically, we're an online auction that sells returns and overstocks and freight from online retail stores. And most of the stuff that you have, like we're creeping your page right now, is very affordable. Yes. The items that people get are often 50 to 90% off. So Whoa. a lot of items that we get are returns and uh, overstock. So a lot of the things are still brand new. They're not problematic. We test everything out to make sure everything works out fine and looks good and make it a great offer for the customers. As we're talking right now, I just went and looked and I saw there's a pair of $130 Beats by Dre going for $16. This is the kind of thing that you've got going on all the time over there. Often people buy things and see that it's the wrong size or not the right color, they return them. So often our things that we get are exactly those items. So anything that you would buy online today is the things you're going to find in our auction. So when people buy something, they can have a chip to them or pick it up from maybe your new location once you get that rolling in South Edmonton or your current location. Where's that? So current location is in the West End at 172-19-108 Avenue. So new items every week. You have your auctions on Wednesdays and people can bid on what they want at whatever price they want. Absolutely. And where can people find you online? RightSideAuctions.com. The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.